Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills.
for this great opportunity this evening in Jesus name Amen you may be seated right turn with me to 2nd Corinthians chapter number 5 tonight I want to share with you about the relationships of a spiritual person the relationships of a spiritual person and before you turn to second corinthians chapter number five i need you to turn to first corinthians chapter 14 and um i want you to see a little scripture there Verse 34, let your women keep silence in the church, for it is not permitted for them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. So if you are a woman in the church, you need to know your position. All right? You are to keep silence in the churches. And you are commanded to be under obedience. Now, one of the places where obedience is seen is not in the church, but in the home. Many women are not obedient at home smile pleasantly in the church but are not obedient in the home if you want to see a rude person you may come to the house you see all kinds of incorrigible behavior so we cannot accept women 
speaking in the church and not under obedience. Amen. You can rewrite your Bible if you want to. Verse 35, I'm just reading. If they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home. Okay? For it is a shame for women to speak in the church. So women are supposed to ask their husbands for things at home, not to be speaking in the church. <laughs> it's a shame <laughs> for women to speak in the church. Okay? Do you understand what I'm sharing? It's very important. But if you don't have a husband, this scripture may not apply to you. Because you're supposed to ask your husband at home. And if you don't have a home, you also have a problem. Are you listening? So, take notice. Verse 36. What? Came the word of God out from you or came it unto you only? Originally, word of God does not come from women, but it comes only unto them. Verse 37. If any man think he is a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. This is one of the strongest statements by Apostle Paul. So, he said, if any man think himself to be a businessman, no. In the church, there are two main people that are important. Prophets and spiritual people. If you are not either a prophet or spiritual, you are not important in the church. Your opinion is not needed or wanted. When you go to Kolebu and you are neither a nurse nor a laboratory technician nor a doctor, your opinion is not needed because you are not in your field. If you come with your philosophy and administration and law in Kolebu Hospital, your opinion is not important. So when you are in a church and you are not spiritual, that's why Paul, when he gave such a very strong, controversial statement, he said there were only two groups that can appreciate or make a comment about what he's saying. Prophets or spiritual men. Not businessmen, or doctors, or lawyers, or accountants. When your church is run under the opinions of such people, you will be misguided. Your, your church must be led by the Holy Spirit. And it is only a spiritual person, or a prophet... When I say a prophet, I mean 
what the Bible means here, an inspired person. Somebody who is inspired by the Holy Ghost. Because many are inspired by different things. Many politicians are inspired by the lust for power or for money. But a prophet is inspired by the Holy Spirit. And a spiritual man, a spiritual person is inspired by the Holy Spirit. A spiritual person is someone who is inspired by the Spirit but has not got any defined office. So, if you are here in the church and you have not become either a prophet or a spiritual person, you are not yet important as far as the church is concerned. You may be important at the bank where you are working. You may be important at the hospital where you are working. You may be important in the law firm. You may be important at, in your carpentry shop. You may be important at a Tigo or MTN where you are working. But here, your opinion is not relevant. One day, I was talking to somebody. I said, I was talking to um, a wife who was rebellious against the husband. And I told her that your opinion is not relevant. Are you saying that a wife, as a wife... What I'm saying, I say, I am saying you in particular, your opinion is not relevant. Shut up. Shut up. Your opinion is not helpful. We don't need it. We don't want it. Shut up. See, pastors, we are always afraid of taking sides. That somebody will say you are on the husband's side or on the wife's side. You don't have to be afraid. When you don't love the truth, you will be given up unto all deceivableness of unrighteousness. And you will be transferred to receive a delusion. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. There are two mysteries that are, God has not explained much. One is the mystery of iniquity. And the second is the mystery of godliness. These are two mysteries God has not given much light about. Because sometimes you would think that somebody is full of iniquity like David. When he killed his associates husband and Absalom rose up and said that my father has gone astray and and this is the right way and all those that followed him followed him to their damnation you would have thought that the father who was out in error having slept with Bathsheba giving birth and killed the husband would have been the one whom God would have disapproved of and Absalom a new son who was rising with a new attitude and new revelation would have been favored. But iniquity is also a mystery. That is why most of the Bible was written by three murderers. First murderer being Moses. And the second murderer was David. And the third murderer was Paul. And so iniquity is a mystery. Amen. So the mystery of iniquity. Verse 8. 
Then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Verse 9. Even him whose working is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Verse 10. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness. You see, unrighteousness is full of deceivableness. Deceivableness of unrighteousness. In them that perish. Because they receive not the love of the truth. Not that they receive not the truth. They receive not the love of the truth. That they might be saved. You see, when you don't love the truth, even when the truth is some way, you have to start to love the truth. Not just, to, most of us, when the truth says, we say it's not true. Our first response is to say the opposite. But your, 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 your judgment for not loving the truth is in verse 11. It said, for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that they should believe a lie. So God will let multiplications of delusions be upon you. Believe wrong things more. Because you don't have a love for reality. Most of the time when I preach and I share the word, I realize that people don't like the reality. You know? That is why ministers of hope are more popular than ministers of truth. A minister of hope is a man who continues to encourage you that it's going to be well. And because people don't love the truth, even when they know that it will not be well, you see that they are following the minister of hope. When he says, you shall be the next shining star. Amen. Meanwhile, you know that you are going to be the next underground star. Amen. So what I'm telling you that your opinion is not relevant in the church. As long as you are not spiritual. Don't be angry. Because you are not spiritual. If you like, don't love the truth. A strong delusion will be sent to you. See that you will believe more wrong things. And you will go further and further. Your opinion is of no importance. You can be a doctor. And so what? The church is not run by doctors. Neither is it run by lawyers. Neither is it run by anybody because you have money. Hey! That is why when Paul wrote this statement, he said, there are only two people who can make a comment. Either a prophet or a spiritual man. May you be a prophet or a spiritual man in the church. Ask your nearest neighbor, are you a prophet or a spiritual person? What did they say? You see, that scripture which I read, which said that women should, be, should shut up. You should shut up. You see, 
People who are not spiritual cannot read that part of the Bible. They feel that it's a mistake. It must be a mistake. Yeah. That's why Paul, Paul said that there's only two groups who can read what I'm saying and relate with it. Prophets or spiritual men. One day, I sat with a certain spiritual man. The prophet. He's a prophet and a spiritual. And he said certain things. And as he spoke with me, I, I also said certain things. Then he recognized that I was also a spiritual person. Then he said, he said certain things. He said certain things. And he would never have said those things if he had not realized that he was talking to a, a person who was also spiritual. Because unless you meet a spiritual person, you have nothing to say. If you are spiritual, you look at the person and realize that I cannot speak to you. I can't say much. I have to end my conversation at a certain point because you are not spiritual. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. Look at it. Quickly. And I, brethren, I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. I couldn't speak. When I saw you, because you are not spiritual, I couldn't speak much. <laughs> I have to speak to you as unto a canal. How you speak to canal? You just one or two, let me, how is everything? Oh, yeah, thank God. It is well with you. One, two, three, four. Okay, go. Take care. See you later. In a while. Crocodile. See you soon. Baboon. See you later. Alligator. Hey, yeah. Charlie, okay. Chelsea will win. See you next time. Okay. Over the moon, man. See you there. Okay, Charlie, bye. I could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. I couldn't. I couldn't maintain a discussion with you because you are not a spiritual person. That's why Paul said only spiritual people can know about what I'm saying. It may sound strange. And it's only when you are spiritual that you love the truth and be delivered from all deceivableness of unrighteousness. And that's when you'll be delivered from delusions. May you love the truth. Amen. So, to our topic for today, which is the relationships of spiritual people. Do you remember I told you that that was the topic? Turn to 2 Corinthians. And there, you will find in chapter number 5, relationships of spiritual people. Now, Verse 13. And I'm just going to read a few verses so that we can enjoy the scriptures. Don't be angry with any of the scriptures. They are just nice scriptures written for our purpose. Whether we are beside ourselves, which is whether we are mad. You see, if you are a spiritual person, at times you look mad. And sometimes when you are doing some things for God, you look mad. But today, most people want to look normal. Yeah. Most people want to look dignified and distinguished. And they want to look relevant 
You don't have to be relevant to anybody. The world is going astray. And if you look mad, Paul said, if I look mad, I am mad. I am mad. Paul was saying, if I am mad, it is to God. One day a certain wife told her husband, you are a fool. You are are a fool. And he said, I'm a fool. It's okay. I'm a fool. Later on, it was easier to see who was the fool. So Paul said, if I am mad, it is to God. To God, to God, the madness is to God. When you are drunk in a disco, your madness is to stupidity. But when you are mad in the church, your madness is to God. And if we are sober, it is for your cause. It's because of you that we even look distinguished. Why do you think we wear suits? Something that feels very hot. Have you ever wondered why we wear suits and tie? Something that is not compatible with Ghana weather. Ah! It is because of you, for your cause. If it was not for you, we would not wear suits. I tell you, I never had a suit. It was when I became a pastor. I was going to preach. I went to see my father. I said, Daddy, I need a suit. I said, I'm going to be a pastor. It's because of you that I started to wear suit and tie. What I'm wearing is airy. That is what you need to wear. Feel the breeze. You don't know the things we have done for you. For the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge this is how we think this is how a a, a spiritual person thinks and that is going to define his relationships because we thus judge we judge or think like this that if one died for all then all were dead in other words if Ice cream was shared to everybody. Then everybody was thirsty. Do you understand? If ice cream or ice water was given to everybody, then everybody was thirsty. So what he's saying that if one died for all, then all were dead. So all needed somebody to die for for you. Do you understand it? And that he died for all, so that they which live. He died for everybody so that everybody who is alive will not henceforth live unto themselves. Not himself, unto themselves. We no longer live for our own life's sake. Amen. But unto him which died for them and rose again. When you think of Christ and the cross and what he did for us you start to think that i don't have to now live for myself but i have to live for him amen and that is why i want to encourage every single person here to become a pastor in your life before you die 
at least a few years or months before you die you should be appointed as a pastor hey i'm encouraging all lighthouse members to become pastors take it from me i'm advising you a lay pastor at least you must have a micro church we have three levels of churches for lay pastors micro church up to 30 members mega church up to 70 members and miracle church 100 members and beyond then you are a miracle church pastor lay pastor yeah i would like all members in my church to at least be a pastor of a micro church even 30 people that you can be their pastor on sunday and share the word of god with them yes you have been a good member my feeding you has not been in vain most of you are behaving like people who have drank water and are full and i come with bottle of water i say drink and you say i don't feel like drinking that is why others outside the church are enjoying the books and other things because they have they are not full of certain things but you you are full of you have listened and received and it has you see one of the most difficult things for a person is to drink water when he's not thirsty when you say drink one bottle what that's why the bible says blessed are they that hunger hunger is a, a very important spiritual state that is why sometimes i will bypass lighthouse church and visit other non-lighthouse church because blessed are they that hunger i'll be searching searching for hungry and thirsty people who may want to receive what i'm sharing because they are thirsty that's why god doesn't give us everything that we need and he allows us to sometimes to be poor and to be thirsty and to be hungry because that state of poverty causes a certain desire and openness to certain things so some of the things that we are praying for god has no intention of answering them but you see we don't love the truth so you you have a pastor who will always tell you this year is your year of overcoming this is your dominion yeah because we, we don't love the truth so we hear lies and pampering of lies every time amen or oh, you don't understand my message i don't really care whether you understand if you're either a prophet or spiritual person you know that what i'm saying is real now we come to the relationship this is the main message right here henceforth know we no man after the flesh you see a spiritual person does not relate with people after the flesh okay in other words we don't know someone after the flesh so a, a spiritual person how does he know people though we have known christ after the flesh we knew christ after the flesh we knew him as a jew we knew him as a carpenter's son we knew him as the son of mary a brother of james yet now henceforth know we him no more verse 17 therefore if any man be in christ is a new creature all things are passed away behold things all things have become new verse 18 and all things are of god who has reconciled himself to us by jesus christ hallelujah and has committed us to us the ministry of reconciliation 
Amen. Now, how do we know Christ? We know him from verse 14. All right? Or verse 15. This is what we know about him. Or verse 14. The love of Christ constrains us because we are thinking about Christ in this way. This is how we think of Christ. That if one died for all, that is Christ died for all, then all were dead. Then verse 15. And that he died for all. This is, you see, this is how he knows Christ. This is what he knows about Christ. This is how he's relating with Christ. He says he died for all. That they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. And verse 16 is, he explains, he says, Wherefore, because of this, because of Christ dying for us, because one Christ died for all. Wherefore? Wherefore means because of this. Because of all this that Christ has done for us, dying on the cross, we are not knowing people after the flesh. Then he explains, he says, because we knew Christ after the flesh, but now we don't know him that way anymore. Do you see? What we know about Christ is what he did for us. He died on the cross for us. This is what we know. But after the flesh, we stop knowing. Now, this is the mistake which people make when you are not spiritual. You, you, you can never know somebody not after the flesh. It's when you are unspiritual, you see the person and say, Oh, he's a lanky fellow. Oh, he's a thick, tall guy. Oh, she's got a wide buttocks. Oh, she's got a big this or that or whatever. You know, you, 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 are, you are fleshly oriented. Oh, oh, this is a choleric man. Oh, who is that? That guy, oh, yeah, I hear that his wife this and I hear that this and that and that. You know? You are always knowing people after the flesh. But Paul said, look, Christ, our relationship with Christ is, is a, look, we don't know now, dear Charlie. We, we don't, we st we've stopped knowing people after the flesh. Now, the word know is the word edo. And it means to turn the eyes and the mind and the attention to anything. In other words, if you know somebody and you are spiritual, you don't tend to turn the eyes and the mind and the attention to the flesh. Yeah, you don't. And in fact, another meaning is to pay attention. So the word no, it says, is to pay attention. So when you are a spiritual person, you do not pay attention to the flesh if you want to benefit and relate with some, somebody properly you must not pay attention to the flesh as long as you live your life paying attention or another one means to turn your mind and your eyes and your attention to something that is so the word no is i'm from so paul was saying that from now 
we don't turn our attention and we, we don't pay attention to the flesh of the person but we know the person in a different way and what does he know he said me i know christ that look christ died for me christ died for me. listen to me everybody listen carefully you know something you have to now know people in a different way you have to define your spiritual relationships when you know somebody in a spiritual way you will decide i'm not paying attention to the flesh if those who paid attention to christ's flesh could not receive him as a savior up till today they are not saved they will go to hell because they paid attention to the flesh if even somebody has committed great sins in front of you sins of the flesh that is not even your concern maybe the person led you to christ you see henceforth you know the person as the man who made me to know god without this man i will never know god i would have gone to hell this is what the person is to me and that is what paul is saying that look now all that i know is that he says for with us judge with us judge that one died for all and therefore that all were dead yeah and that he died for all he died for everybody so that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves but unto him that died for them and rose again and wherefore from henceforth we do not know people after that it's like when you look at what christ has done it is a great error to start looking at him and paying attention to the flesh any man of god to whom you pay attention to the flesh you cannot receive from him that is why i even stopped putting my picture on my books because when somebody look at my book and says oh it's a brown man or a black man they pay attention to the flesh immediately they cannot receive most of you also if you see a black man has written a book you don't pay attention you don't take the book serious again raise your hand if it is true what i'm saying is true yeah As soon as you take note of the flesh, off. So a spiritual person learns that, hey, who is, who is this person to me spiritually? Who is this person to me spiritually? What is this person to me spiritually? Sometimes the person is even a negative person to you spiritually. Maybe the person is in the spirit the person is an alligator with two heads maybe in the spirit the person is hymenius and alexander or maybe the person is alexander the coppersmith who did me much evil maybe the person is a strange woman from proverbs chapter 7 straight out of proverbs into your life I mean there are different characters that come into your maybe the person is absalom full-blown absalom of your life this is the number one absalom that you are going to see till you die who is the person to you maybe the person is a spiritual father or the person is my pastor or the person is the one through whom i have known christ paul said charlie look 
the guy died for all of us. We were dead. Now this is how we think. That he died for us so that we will live for ourselves. And that's why from now we don't know anybody. We don't think of flesh. We don't pay attention to the flesh. Then the next one, it means to notice. You see, if you notice, you shouldn't notice. You shouldn't notice. Amen. Or discover. You see, as soon as you see some people, you start noticing. People start, to, people come to the car park and ask, so which one is the bishop's car? Because they are not spiritual men. You can never know somebody by his car. In fact, a, a, a person's car often reveals the person's can reveal so many things about a person. Sometimes it can reveal that the person is wealthy. Sometimes it can reveal that the person is great. Sometimes it can reveal that the person is a fool. There are so many messages you can get from a car, but you can't tell because you need some other information before you decide. So, people notice things they are not supposed to notice. Don't look at that. To turn the eyes. To pay the attention. The next one, it means to observe. He said, we don't know after the flesh. In other words, we don't observe the flesh. Don't observe. Don't, don't, don't stick out your... I'm trying to see, observe somebody's marriage. It doesn't, mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You should look at what has the person done for you. He said... Through this person, I came to know God. Hey! You see, there are two mysteries God has not given much light on. The mystery of iniquity and the mystery of godliness. What is sin and what is good? What is evil? They are mysteries. If you look at the people who God used, it's not easy to understand why. If you take somebody like Maria Woodworth Etta, she was called the demonstrator. She was a demonstrator. Things that are common in a person like, you know, other ministers of God, they, they are many manifestations of the spirit and people screaming, falling, rolling, all those kind of things. She was the one who brought those things. Yeah. And she was a woman. It's the same Bible I read from which said, a woman should shut up. But the same Bible we said the woman should shut up. The same Bible says that, and I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh, on your sons and your daughters. Ace. It's a mystery. Why would Maria experience what she experienced? All these people, you see the long names that they have, are a revelation of their humanity. Her name was Maria Woodworth Etta because she was married to Mr. Woodworth. Until she was 48 years old, then she got divorced. And 10 years later, when she was 58, she married Mr. Etta. So she had two husbands. What a shock! That's the demonstrator of the spirit. 
Hey! Do not observe. Do not observe the flesh. Do not pay attention to the flesh. Look at the spirit and see something from the spirit that is coming to you. I'm not saying that a person's life has no importance, it has an importance, but I'm telling you for your own spiritual sake. Don't bother yourself to observe and to pay attention. Look at Amy Semple McPherson. She was originally married to Robert Semple and then married to another Mr. McPherson. Hey! Look at Catherine Kuhlman, the healer. A clear, she married somebody. You know, in Catherine Kuhlman's case, it was like she was the pastor of a large church and then a pastor came like how sometimes Reverend Eastwood or others would come to preach and then she, she, as the guy kept coming, she got in a relationship with the guy and the guy left his wife and married her. That was how the two, and the whole church scattered. This is the woman God raised up and used with power and miracle. That's why I say that there are two mysteries in the Bible. The mystery of iniquity and the mystery of godliness. They are two mysteries that not much light has been shown upon those mysteries. So you've got to be careful. Are you there or you are going home? Another means to inspect. Some of you are more than health inspectors. It means to examine, to look at. It means to have an interview with. It means to get knowledge of. It means to regard, have regard for. So ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, have regard, learn to regard people in one way. Learn to discover who am I talking to. Oh yeah. Sana, you are talking to Judas. What is the name of the person you are dealing with? For who is this person? What is the person? And this is the great reason why many, many people do not receive from great and anointed people is because they pay attention to the flesh. And this is why there will be thousands and millions of people in hell because they pay attention to the flesh. And their spirit was closed. And that is why it's important for a man of God to travel and to preach. If I have stayed here with you only, by now I will be taking antidepressants to cure me of depression for lack of anointing. It's true. Because I'll be giving water to people who are full. You are full. Your stomach is full. Your bladder is full. You want to wee wee and your stomach too is full. And I've given you a bottle. I said, drink one gallon. I said, wow. It's a punishment to listen to your message even. Yes. It's true. That is why the traveling ministry of a pastor is also important. Yeah. Because as you stay with the people, Bishop Zaki has stayed here with you. Six years ago, four years ago, his wife died. God allowed him to be weak and vulnerable in front of all of you, all of us, to suffer, to marry again. 
Some of you may not know that it may be, have been the greatest moment of his whole spiritual experience. That as you pay attention to that, even he himself, he may speak a blessing to you, he may look at your face and wonder whether you feel that he is blessed enough to say, be blessed. <laughs> Just as when Christ was on the cross and they were mocking him, it was only one guy who did not pay attention to the flesh. The thief on the left side. The thief on the right side said that, Charlie, look, we are all thieves. We have all been caught. All die be die. He observed the state of Christ on the cross. And he said, no, 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 no. This man is a weak man. But the guy on the left, he did not pay attention to the nails or even the fact that Christ was moving his legs and his arm and screaming and shouting. And that Mary and Mary Magdalene and John and others were there and there was, they were powerless. And everybody looked powerless. But he looked beyond the flesh. And he saw there's a righteous man here henceforth no we we don't know people after the flesh if it's difficult for you to to know somebody outside the flesh then move to a place where you can just know people after the spirit yeah yeah it will help you greatly it will help you greatly one day i went to a place where it keeps coming to my mind as i'm speaking in argentina it was as though there was electricity in my there are people that have ministered to the, they've told me even in the last the la, within the last one week two weeks it said it was like a lightning was coming out of you yeah one person was telling me he said look as i keep coming here and it's like bolts of lightning were coming out of you yeah but you see when you pay attention to the flesh you may not even recognize or even see what is happening around you. And that is why Paul gave us this beautiful, he said, it's a problem we, we've had before. We knew Christ after the flesh. That's why we were chasing his followers. We were chasing his followers. But I said, now we don't look at people after the flesh. I made the mistake. He was on the way to Damascus, following only followers of Christ. But when Christ arrested him, he said, no, it's not just a Jew or this or that. It's the man who died for all. This is what he did for me. Yeah. How is your relationship with me? You must see the spiritual part of the... I don't have any physical relationship with you. You must see the spiritual relationship. That's what you are. Don't pay attention to the rest. It doesn't concern you. In fact, it will not help you. Let me tell you, few people can be close to a man of God and not be affected. There are few, and there are some. There are some people like that. There are some people that they can be close. It will not affect them. They have a gift. They have a good gift. But most of us don't have that gift. Most people don't have that gift. But some people like John. John had John put his head on uh, Jesus' chest. John called himself the one whom Jesus loved. 
John said, that which we held, we held him. We've handled. He used two words, held and handled. That which we have looked upon and that which we have looked at. That's what we are telling you about. We were very close, but it hasn't affected us. It was very powerful. And the Lord gave him special access and visions. A revelation is like come nearer. One day I took someone somewhere. When we got there, I said, have you seen? I said, unless I show you, you will never know. The person said, I can see that. You will never know unless you are shown. You have to be special before you'll be shown certain things. And John was super special to Jesus. That is why on the Isle of Patmos, the Lord came to him and showed him the end of the world and how everything would be. Gave him visions and visions and visions. All the rest of Peter and all, they were writing doctrines. Therefore, be, be, be this, be this, be uh, whatever, as a roaring lion and all this. No, no. With uh, John, he was seeing the lions live, live, lion with two heads and so many things. Hey! Come and see. Peter then they had to write, you know, doctrines. Be sober. A lion will come. A metaphorical lion. No. John saw the truth. Hey! It was close. And he was privileged. May you be close. May you be privileged. And may you just know people after the spirit. And may your eyes not pay attention to any aspect of the flesh from henceforth. Let it be so in your life. Father, we thank you for the great blessing of your holy word. We worship you tonight. We honor you for your great blessing in our lives. Lord, make us spiritual men. Make us prophets. For these are the important people in the house of the Lord. We thank you today as we lift our hands. Save us from all forms of carnality and rebellion. That we may walk in the ways of Paul. Who once paid attention to Christ's humanity. And saw him as an Israelite. But later recognize the one thing that he Paul, that the Lord had done for him that is to die on a cross we pray for ourselves Lord that our eyes may be lifted up to see in the spirit what exactly we are dealing with and who we are with thank you for this great blessing that you give to us pray for yourself for a moment right now just thank God Father we worship you Praise you. Hallowed be your name. Breathe upon me, breath of God. Breathe upon me, spirit of God. As I lift my hands, as I lift my hands in surrender. Most high, I'm yielding to your spirit. I'm yielding to your spirit. I'm walking in your love. I'm walking in your love. 
Jesus, I adore you. Jesus, I adore. Jesus, I adore. On your, on your on yourself father thank you for your touch we release your touch your touch your touch your spiritual touch for spiritual eyes and spiritual consciousness and spiritual observations and spiritual knowings my god thank you we lay aside all canal observations and everything we have paid attention to that is from the flesh we thank you we worship you Lord in Jesus name Father thank you for your blessing lift your hands thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you thank you, thank you thank you thank you for a spiritual impartation your power thank you for making us spiritual men with spiritual relationships we worship you Lord oh yes every head is bowed please every eye closed if you are here today you don't know Jesus as your savior you want to say pastor please pray with me I want to give my life to God I want to give my life to Jesus maybe somebody invited you but you don't know Jesus as your savior pastor pray with me I want to know Jesus as my savior I want I don't want to go to hell if you are here like that right now I want to pray for you and pray with you and I'm coming down because I want to pray with you Pastor, help me to know God tonight. I know I am far from God. Pray with me. Help me. If you are here like that, lift up your hand and I'm going to pray with you before I take my seat. God bless you. Lift up your hand. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want the blood of Jesus Christ to wash away my sins. I want to take Jesus as my Savior. If you are here like that tonight, just your right hand, lift it up high. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me in the frontier and I'm going to pray with you. Come from wherever you are standing. Come. You may be far at the back but come. I need to pray with you tonight. God bless you. God bless you. If you are coming you need to come now. Stand here my friend. Yes Jesus. Say this prayer and what I pray everybody lift your hand also and say Say after me, Jesus. My brother standing here, just say, Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. Tonight, 
I receive Jesus as my Savior. Say it after me, Jesus. I receive you as my Savior. Please forgive me for all my sins. From tonight, I will obey you. I belong to you. I will serve you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I love you. I thank you, Jesus Christ, for what you have done for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Go with our lady pastor right there. Why don't you give the Lord a mighty, mighty clap offering? Hallelujah! Are you excited tonight? Do you love Jesus? Do you want to serve Jesus? Do you want to do the will of God? Do you like God? Do you like Jesus? Hallelujah! Jesus is alive. He's coming soon. His will is being done. And the world is being saved through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. I want to encourage all of you. When you see me, see me as your encourager to work for God. I'm encouraging you all since you knew me. I've only been doing one thing. And encouraging you to work for him. To do something for him before it is over. Is it true or it's not true? Yes. Don't be angry with me. When I tell you the truth, love the truth, even though it's some way. The truth is some way. It is some way even to read the true parts of the Bible. It is some way. But it is still, you must love the truth. Chew them, even though it's bony. Hallelujah. God is blessing you powerfully under his anointing. How many feel the blessing of the Holy Spirit? Hey. You see, whenever you have a revelation, you, you sense the presence of the Spirit because it's the Holy Spirit that does that thing. It's the Holy Spirit that brings alive the letter. The letter kills. We've been reading it, but the Spirit gives life. So, Sometimes when the Holy Spirit is present, you suddenly feel alive. You, you sort of wake up. You may even be sleepy, but you wake up because of the presence of the Spirit. The Spirit gives life. The letter kills, but the presence of the anointing, suddenly there is life. You may be dead from work, dead, tired from everything, but there's life. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Spirit. The Spirit gives life. He brings sort of, you come alive, you... You may be even reading your Bible at home. You just get up and start walking because of the presence. So those who experience the presence of the Spirit at home, you have this happening to you often. You sort of jump. I often have a jump when I feel His presence. And I often feel His presence when He brings life on the dead letter. Hallelujah. Are you blessed to be in His house? Is it wonderful? so beautiful amen and when you are in his presence you just feel okay there you don't need to be anywhere else and nothing else is really in a hurry you don't need to be anywhere doing anything 
because of his power and his beautiful presence we are all longing to go back to god from where we came but until we go back we have to enjoy moments of his presence and to walk with him you know in his presence as often as we can more and more periods of our life in his presence hallelujah it's not easy to be spiritual all the time we are always going in and out of spirituality how many have noticed that we are going from carnality to spirituality shabaya but as you keep climbing you keep having longer periods of his presence and shorter periods of carnality hallelujah may you walk in his blessings all the time may he guide you in the morning may he give you the spirit of knowledge and wisdom and understanding may he give you the three greatest spirits of humility and of love and of holiness may you walk in humility in humbleness before him may you be filled with the love and rooted in his love may you walk in the spirit of holiness and purity before him Thank you, Lord, for your blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Hallelujah. We are, by the grace of God, we are going to be showing some very powerful um, films on Tuesday but not on this screen they're getting another huge one very huge screen it's not for it's not for world cup it's for church church service yeah giant screens for the for us to enjoy a certain presence and experience in the house of the lord are you excited about that why are you not excited about it You know, when I think of most of you becoming pastors of micro churches or mega churches or miracle churches, I feel so excited. I'm, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. A lot of people don't respect these churches. But I tell you, we have a great blessing in our church. You see, we are not encouraging people just to receive money no there's more to christianity than receiving money it's not a christianity it's a 666 it's a 666 mark of commercial the stamp of commercial business is the mark of the beast everybody must trade through that mark everything must happen through that commercial activity and when that stamp is on a church everything is through business and profit and money is the stamp of the beast people are thinking that somebody is coming with a stylus metal ink how you mark a cow and they'll put it on you and then you, you are marked with 666 that is you see carnality have made us to interpret the scripture in a wrong way it's just the, the mark of the beast 
Eh? Nobody can buy it, nothing, and buy trading, selling, except that mark is on. It's the mark of trading business. And that mark is on everything profit and loss. When that profit and loss has come into the church, even our preaching is all profit and loss. And the whole system is about money. You even join churches for business to come and sell your meat outside to do this. To uh, everything is connection to some kind of profit. Hey, the reason why when you look in the front of the church, you wouldn't see any important person here. I'm telling you. We wouldn't see any important person here because we have not been trying to minister based on what we can get. Otherwise, the whole front row will be filled with minister of rivers and scorpions. Yeah. Deputy minister of spiders and cockroaches. I mean, turn to the nearest person and see if he's an important person. He's just like you. A person is just like you. But you are important in Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. I want us, I just want to, I'm not taking the offering. Shosaki is going to take the offering, but I want to take a special 20 CD gift offering tonight. I feel I want to do that. I don't have any vision or anything, but that's what I feel that I want to do. So give me one green basket, only one. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for this special offering tonight that all those who will participate in it will trust that the seed they are sowing will be a blessed seed. And I pray that you bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, recently I was taking an offering in Kenya, I think it was, and... Who is the one speaking behind, outside? Is somebody walking around freely and talking loudly at the back? Abel, can you check for me, please? Outside at the back. All right. And the Holy Spirit told me something, you know. It's like, in the morning, sow thy seed. Do you know that you may come to church and give a lot of offerings? But one particular offering will become a special spiritual seed of multiplication for you. So that is why we need a lot of seeds. Anybody who works with seeds knows seeds, a lot of seeds. So maybe you've given 20 seeds before, but you need to give many, many 20 seeds. Maybe today's own may be a particular blessing. When you have frogs in your house, you understand how to work with seeds. When they give birth, millions of that's what, but just a few do well. Spams. You have 40 million per mill. If you have 39 million per mill, you, you cannot easily be pregnant. You need more than 40 million. 
So seeds, when you have, anytime somebody's working with seeds, always remember you need a lot. That's why our Bible school is going to expand and going to have more students, more. Because if we have just a few, you never know which one will, will become, will do well. You need more. Anytime you are doing with seeds, you need to do many. So as I'm taking this offering tonight, maybe you've given before, but maybe you never know, and I can't tell. It may be today or it may not. It may be just put it in and the church says thank you. But it may be a spiritual yeah. touch tonight for a healing, for a blessing. God will remember you like how he remembered Cornelius and sent an angel. Angels are very wild. The Bible says when they came to this homosexual guy, the angel made all of them blind. You see, angels can affect your health. Yeah, angels can affect your health. All of them, their eyesight went down immediately when the angel touched them. Angels can affect your health. And they can also, therefore, remove that blindness and make you well. So an angel may be sent into your life and do something. Maybe direct somebody to love you. One day a pastor was preaching on the stage and somebody in the congregation looked at him and saw an angel. And the angel whispered something. Then he said, ah. So it looked as if he was thinking, those who couldn't see, but an angel. Maybe nobody loves you, but an angel will whisper to somebody's heart and say, love this one. I remember the day Bishop Saki decided to love his wife. It was supernatural. I felt that the Holy Spirit had put it in his mind and his heart because it just was like that. So it made me see that people, God can just touch somebody's heart. Say, Look at her. Wow. So when we are taking offerings, some of you used to take it as a natural thing. It's a natural thing. I wouldn't advise you. I want you to see an offering as a supernatural thing. A blessing. Something can happen in your life. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If you want to sow a seed tonight, 20 cities, I need you to come. It's just because of that I was talking. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Come and believe God to be maybe one of these seeds. Maybe a seed that will do something in your life. I'm holding the basket myself. Come all the way. Father, I thank you that you are touching these people with angels and supernatural blessings. Let them not have a lack of anything that they need. Send an angel into their lives, into their spiritual lives, their physical lives, financial lives. I don't know which aspect but as the angels smote the men of Sodom and Gomorrah and made them blind may there be an angel activity in their lives and in their homes and in everything that concerns them I pray for it now Lord for your touch your supernatural blessing bless those that cannot be blessed in the natural but they depend upon a miracle and the hand of God that they may not lack anything that is necessary. We thank you, Father. You have heard our prayer. You have blessed. You have healed. 
have answered. We worship you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.